Hello and welcome to the Make Share Thrive podcast. I'm your host Lena Joshi. I'm a self-taught artist and I talk all things art on this show. If you are someone who wants to live a more creative life, then you have come to the right place. The conversations here revolve around how to start your art practice, how to overcome challenges, and how to thrive doing what you love. Join me as I share everything that I have learned through my art practice and I candidly share the ups and downs of my creative journey. While I try to find my way in art and in life, my hope is I can help you do the same. Welcome to the 6th episode of Make Share Thrive. I am calling the very first season of this podcast the High Five series. Think of this as my virtual high five to you because you said yes to your creativity and your dreams. In these episodes, I share with you all that I have learned so far in a succinct manner and give you actionable steps so you can start making your creative vision a reality. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to make an exciting announcement. I am opening up limited spots of one-on-one creative mentorship for beginner artists. In December, I had a revelation. My belief in something got stronger than ever before. I understood that my art is needed in the world. And another belief that followed was we need more artists and more creatives in this world. We need more women to step into their power and to reclaim what was theirs all along. If you are someone who wants to start a heart-centered art practice and business, but you do not know how, If you are someone who is ready to say yes to your dreams, but you need a gentle reminder from someone who has been there and done that. If you have lots of ideas swirling around in your head, but you cannot bring yourself to take the first step, then my friend, it's a sign that you need a mentor. If you have been listening to this podcast, then you know my mantra. Go after your dreams gently yet tenaciously. And that is what I stand by. Teach and practice. I strongly believe that to live a fulfilled life, to start a creative business or to grow on social media, you do not need to hustle. You need to align. Align with your highest purpose. And I can teach you how to do that. The methods that I will teach are the ones that I myself have practiced for the past two years. And I have seen incredible results and accelerated growth. My business and my creative practice completely transformed. Two years ago, I was lost and depressed. I had no idea how and where to start. Then it all came to me. I was focusing on the wrong things. As I realized this, I started 
to realign myself and I started to build my business and my practice inside out. And then everything changed. My creative practice has empowered me. It has helped me reclaim my sense of self. And now I want to teach other women how to do the same. You can join the waitlist today. There is a link below in the show notes. And I sincerely hope you will join me because it will be my honor to assist you in your creative journey. Okay, now let's get to today's episode. So far on Make Sure Thrive, we have talked about how to consistently make art, how to find your own style and how to navigate influence. All the topics that we have discussed now bring us to today's topic. That is how to find inspiration. So what is inspiration? Simply put, it's an idea, a spark, something that initiates your creative process. According to my experience, creativity has distinct stages. I talked about it briefly in the last episode, how I go through this ebb and flow, a busy phase and a quiet phase. And today I want to expand on that a bit. Creativity starts with a desire, a desire to make something, to create something. If you go that, okay, I want to paint today. That is your desire phase. After that comes the inspiration phase. When you observe and take everything in. And then you settle on things that you are drawn towards and filter the rest of the things out. Either consciously or subconsciously, you dive into your inner world and the world that is around you. You tap into the memory bank and come up with something. This is the phase where you get more and more specific. Remember how in the desire phase you were like, okay, I think I want to paint today. The inspiration phase would be more like, I feel like I want to paint flowers today. I want to paint roses today. I want to paint red roses today. I want to paint roses in a realistic style. I want to paint them in watercolor. You see the pattern? This is where you get really specific. During the inspiration phase, what you desire to make starts to take shape in your imagination. Then comes the creation phase, where whatever you imagine, you try and give it a physical form. The inspiration phase is the most important phase because it determines what kind of work you will make. If your inspiration is coming from your own experience, your work will be authentic. If your inspiration is coming from some outside influence, you will end up emulating someone else. When it comes to visual arts, it is meant to be seen. Although art serves many purposes, here I'm going to talk about two. The art needs to fill you up 
as a creator first and foremost and it needs to connect to the viewer the work needs to move stir something inside of you and the person who is viewing it we all have seen artwork that has stopped us in our tracks and we as creators need to think about how we can achieve that in our own work our goal as visual artists is to connect with other people through our work first and foremost art is an expression and next it's a medium which helps us to connect with others on a level that is not possible in any other way in order to connect with others through our art we need to make it authentic deeply personal and honest creating your most authentic most powerful work is a very rewarding process in itself just like how a good seed will generate a good crop a pure intention pure inspiration will generate pure honest work when it comes to making art there are two worlds that we need to explore and understand the world that is inside us our inner world our thoughts our emotions our feelings and the world that is around us the physical world that we live in and we experience every day that is where we find inspiration okay here i want to share a quote with you that changed my creative practice forever action comes before inspiration there was a time when i had absolutely no consistency in my art practice it was so sporadic and it was okay for a while because i was doing it just for fun but as i progressed in my journey and realized i wanted more i knew that i will have to make art more consistently but i thought that i need to have everything figured out before approaching a painting i should work when i find inspiration but that is not how it works inspiration does not appear out of thin air as picasso has said inspiration will come but it has to find you working and that is the reason why i have sequenced the episodes in this podcast this way when you make art consistently strive towards finding your authentic voice and block out external influence chances are you have either found inspiration already or are going to get there really soon but i will still share with you my top 5 tips to find inspiration there are several ways to find inspiration and the process is deeply personal hence it may look different for each individual but here are my top 5 sources number 1 the easiest way to find inspiration is to look at a lot of artwork visit museums galleries look at other artists on social media when you find something that catches your eye 
make a note of it. See how you can bring the element that you like into your own work. This does not mean you have to copy someone else's work. I have a whole episode dedicated on this topic. It's called How to Navigate Social Media Influence. And I highly recommend it to artists who are just starting out. And finding inspiration in artwork is not just limited to work of other artists. You can also look at your own old work to find inspiration. Maybe you will come across something that you want to revisit and explore a bit more. For example, I did a lot of impasto work when I started painting. And now I'm feeling that with the skills and experience that I have gained, I want to see if I can do something else with the medium. We will find out. Okay, number two, spend time with your supplies. Know your material. Mix a lot of paint. See what colors you can make. Keep a sketchbook or an art journal and make lots and lots of work. Come up with new color palettes. Experiment and explore all the ideas you want to explore. And sketchbook is a wonderful way of doing that because you don't feel the pressure of making a finished piece. You don't feel that you have to show this to somebody or you have to post it on your Instagram or Pinterest. You can keep it a secret practice. And sometimes it happens that the material itself informs your work. While experimenting, you can come across a color combination that you wouldn't have thought of otherwise. Or come across a brush mark or a texture you really like. And who knows, it might end up being a starting point of a whole series. Number three, spend time in nature. There is a reason why people say nature heals. Visit gardens, go on hikes. Not only it's good for your health, but I'm sure you will find a few things that will grab your attention and you can later pull it into your own creations. Just the other day, I was out on a walk and found some dried leaves. They were this beautiful um, muted pink color and they were glowing in the sunshine. I picked up the leaf and brought it back to my studio. And I'm really looking forward to my next painting session because I want to mix that subdued pink color. See if I can do that. Okay, number four. Dive into your inner world. As an abstract artist who wants to paint feelings and emotions, this is a huge one for me. My inner world always informs my work. And I think that is how it becomes very personal. If you would like to know more about this, I talk in depth about this process in episode number five. And I also have a free workbook that guides you through this and helps you gain clarity. You can download it from the show notes below. Okay, number five, open yourself to new experiences. Discover sources of inspiration that you may not normally turn to. Flip a magazine you won't usually read. Observe the colors, the shapes, the patterns that you see in the images. Watch a fashion show. Read a book. 
Children's books are a great place to turn to for inspiration when it comes to color and forms. Listen to music. When you are working in your studio, try to put on some music and just go with the flow. See what you can come up with. Visit new places. Travel. Immerse yourself in the culture, food. Expand your perspective. Also, stepping away from the places you normally seek inspiration from can open a whole world of creative resource and unexpected ideas. Look for ways to expand your visual vocabulary. Inspiration is all around you. It is omnipresent. You just have to reach out. Be open to exploration. Pay close attention to what is calling you. Block out external noise and make a lot of ugly work. It's not always easy. We as creatives have to constantly overcome our fears and doubts. But to live in creation means to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. There is a certain amount of risk involved when it comes to creative living. Stepping into the unknown and unseen is scary. We have to be open and it is really important to have trust in ourselves. Creativity is soul work and yes, it is not always easy, but it is almost always worth it. Okay, I want to remind you one more time of the one-on-one -on -one creative mentorship that I'm going to offer soon. If you would like to join the waitlist, there is a link in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. It would mean a great deal to me. Also, I would really appreciate if you can share this podcast with your other creative friends. Thank you so much and I will see you soon.